Welcome to another edition of the SC Times Sports Report podcast. My name is Zach Dwyer, and joining me as he does every week is my co-host Brian Mosey. Brian, we're recording this on a Wednesday. We've hit our goal for 2022 already, record on an actual Wednesday for our Wednesday recording schedule. Um, so I'd say we're off to a pretty good start. I'd say so. I mean, yeah, we're 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 living large right now. So got yeah, I got the podcast going. We got plenty of events going on going on here in the next week or so. So next week's podcast on Wednesday will also be very nice. So um, yeah, no, I plenty of and on the other side, I don't have to start my car for ten minutes anymore um, and let it let it run. It's like 30 degrees outside, so I'm going for like runs and stuff again. This is kind of nice. So can't can't complain right now for Minnesota. No, it's, it was really nice outside. I didn't even need a coat outside when I walked Sully a bit earlier. My dog earlier today. So uh, great, it's very nice. So we got that going for us. We also have um, some games to talk about. Not a ton since we recorded, you know, last Friday during the day. So we already talked through a bit of last week. So we'll have the, you know, we both were at events last night. We'll talk about a little bit of more of. Um, just kind of where basketball and hockey are standing generally boys and girls. And then um, we'll talk about some of the events we're going to be at later this week. We're going to be a lot of, you know, sports that we haven't got to talk a ton about this year, like swimming and diving, like gymnastics, some of those sports um, skiing, possibly too. We're going to be trying to get out to in the next week or so. And next couple of days um, that we'll probably be talking about more on next week's podcast. Um, So you have that to look forward to as well. But the one team that we both saw since we last recorded was tech, boys basketball so i think that's probably the best place to start you got to see them uh pummel wilmer i got to see them pummel cathedral um they looked pretty good both games my game they looked a lot less good to start the game um than yours it seems like cathedral played pretty incredible off the bat um they came out in a 3-2 zone um that tech really didn't have much of an answer for it's a it's a defense um their coach don ferguson told me they've been seen from a lot of teams this year a lot of teams want to play them that way because they're really hard to guard man to man um and tech they didn't score the first four minutes they only scored i think four points in the first like nine ten minutes cathedral had an early lead was going great and then tech went on like a 20-0 run basically um and ended up winning by about 30 points and it was the first i was surprised this is the first time both these teams have met since 2014 um even though they're both from st cloud they had a game i think it was 20 Eighteen nineteen, that's or nineteen twenty. Um, that season was on the schedule, but it got canceled. Um, and then I don't think uh, they'd played in you know this was seven eight years since the last time they played. So um, that was pretty cool to see. But I mean, they did once they kind of figured that out. They did a lot of the other things. I'm sure you'll talk about too. That you know they play great defense. They force a lot of steals. They speed teams up. Um, and they weren't even hitting many threes last night when I saw them compared to when I saw them play Apollo earlier in the year. But when they're hitting threes too, um, they're they're a really hard team to beat. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And the other part that has been a, I, don't, I mean, not an issue, but has been a missing piece is um, Tech has lost two of their starters due to different injuries. Dante Horschau, as well as Devin Yeager, both of them dealing with some different injuries. They're hoping that they're coming back here in the next couple of weeks or so, but obviously you don't know when it comes to certain injuries. I know Devin has like a back injury, and so with back injuries, you, you got to take it slow. So um, it'll be interesting to see kind of – was, it, I was interested to see how they were going to do against Wilmer. Wilmer obviously being a 
team that's kind of needing a win rather you know rather than other teams where you know they're 500 or whatever it may be um so when it came to that game i kind of expected them to win regardless of the two injuries but they just blew them out of the water i mean they they started off really strong um donald ferguson the third had 31 points five rebounds four assists and four steals i mean a really impressive game by him his brother tamron ferguson 14 points, 9 assists, 8 steals. Um, just unbelievable numbers. Almost a triple-double when it came to that stat line. And then Garrison Murray, kind of talking to the head coach, Don Ferguson, he even said Garrison kind of broke out of his shell a little bit that game. Because um, with such so much talent around that team with, you know, five guys that can all perform really well when they're all healthy and on the, on the court, Garrison doesn't get as much touches as what he would normally get if it was just three guys on the court and so now that the two guys are injured garrison kind of broke out of his shell a little bit in that game and it was it was fun to see because he was hitting three pointers like no tomorrow um and he got a little bit on a roll and um he finished with 18 points he had two rebounds three assists four steals a good stat line for garrison um and i know that kind of carried into tuesday's game against cathedral as well um, and hopefully it just kind of carries his confidence as he gets ready for, you know, the second half of the season, honestly, because it's a guy that they're going to really need. I mean, obviously people know that Donald Ferguson, the third is really good. Um, same with Tamarin. They know that those, that duo is really good. They're going to put probably a little bit more attention on those two compared to Garrison Murray. Well, now Garrison Murray's kind of breaking out of shell and saying that, you know, Hey, I can, I can compete too. And so, you know, if you're if you're double teamed, give me the ball. I'll I'll go score. You know, so and the other part is they're not afraid. So um, that's one thing that I kind of am excited about is that they're not afraid to run it down your throat and you know kick out some nice transitions and you know it, that's the type of that's the type of tech team that I think you and I were kind of hoping to see over the last couple of seasons. And now that Don Ferguson is here, it's been able to happen and. I mean, fortunately, he brought a couple really good basketball players along with him. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's just a lot of fun to watch. And I know you wrote a feature story on on that tr- trio that came to Tech this year to kind of shape up the basketball program, and um, maybe just kind of talk a little bit about what you talked to them about um, for this feature. Yeah, I got I got to talk to like you mentioned, Don, the head coach, and then his two sons, Donald the third, who's a senior, and Tamron, who's a sophomore just kind of talk to them about what it's been like, you know, coming here because, you know, down the third and Tamron, they both played at Osseo last year um, in, you know, very different roles. Um, but now they've been able to come here. And one thing that really stuck out to me that both Don, Don the coach, and then Donald the third both said is that they've just, he, Donald the third's been able to play so much more freely um, and kind of sh- really show what he can do at this level. He's able to, you know, not just be kind of in a spot up shooter type role. He's able to, handle the ball a lot more run pick and roll um you know he's playing better defensively too he's knocking down threes at an insane rate um you know you mentioned the 31 point game you saw the fall you know the next day he went and dropped 40 against Bemidji um on like 60 something percent shooting so you know he's doing it efficiently a lot of the time he's just a threat anytime he basically crosses half court Tamron's averaging almost five steals a game which is like top five in the state um, so you have those individual talents and also just they've blended really well with this tech team. Um, and that's 
another piece uh, that, you know, Don, the coach, told me was just that, you know, sometimes you come in and guys are having big performances and there's, you know, there's not enough ball- basketballs to go around. Basically, people get jealous, that kind of stuff. There's been none of that with this team. They just really want to win. So, you know, even last night, um, you know, you'd mentioned those injuries to to Devin and Dante. They're able to both play last night, but they weren't really the same you know, level, you could tell Devin was still kind of battling back from that injury. He started, but didn't play as much. Dante came off the bench, you know, had a couple baskets, but also didn't play as much. But they kind of just still accepted those roles and other guys stepped up as well. Um, they've just been seeing a really good team atmosphere. The guys are excited for each other. Even, you know, the last minute of the game, that whoever's hitting a three, who's ever making a shot off the bench, the entire bench, all the starters are pumped up about it. It just seems like there's a really good energy chemistry around that team right now they've they've won three games in a row now um there's they have a couple winnable games coming up as well um i'd expect them to they have a really good chance to go on a run here and do some big things you know there's still the areas like rebounding that especially when devin's not in there it 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 leaves a big hole for them because he averages about 10 rebounds a game so um that's something needs to step up you know kind of not you know they also said playing both halves which sounds simple but last night they they played about a half and a quarter, I would say, really well. But the other three, you know, that other three quarters of a half, they they didn't really show up. And you can't do that against, you know, the good teams. Or a team like Alexandria, who they're going to be trying to beat to get to state. Um, they're going to need to play, you know, a full 36 minutes for that. So they're still working on factors like that. It's still coming along. They've only played, you know, 10 games, but they're 6-4 and four now. All of their losses have come to top 10 ranked teams in either class 3A or 2A. So... They've seen some of the best they've they've lost, but they've learned stuff from that. And, you know, I kind of I'm starting to get even more, you know, high expectations for them. It'll be kind of fun to see what they do in this conference season the rest of the way now and see how different they even look, you know, in March from this point. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I completely agree. And kind of going the rest of the the basketball world for boys, at least, um, apparently Mason Lund's 51 points on Thursday night ex- ignited a I need to do better performances um, for the rest of the week uh, because there was some really good performances over the week. Um, obviously, Don Donald Ferguson the third's 31 points on Friday night, then his 40 points on Saturday, um, where Tech got a 78 to 63 win against Bemidji. Um, also, Friday night, Tyson Garrett's got 20 points against uh, Piers, where the Huskies won 62-56. Um, Andrew Heron also scored 22 points, eight rebounds, three assists, one steal, and two blocks. <gasps> um, as Sock Rapids beat Hutchinson 65 to 56. Um, and then, you know, then we had Tuesday night, and Ricori got a nice win against Zimmerman. Jack Booz and Brady Schaefer both got over 20 points in that game. Um, Sock Rapids Rice got a win against Delano 59 to 47. Um, Eli Moylanen um, had 21 points and four rebounds, two assists, and two steals. And then Tyson Garrett's once again 33 points against Minnewaska, whereas where Albany got the 70 to 62 win. Um, and then you know Sartell was able to get a win against St. Michael Elbertville with a collective, I mean, basically four guys that were in double digits, and then Parker Knutson with eight points. So. Um, some really good rebounding as well for them. So, I mean, just overall, some really good wins for the for different boys' basketball teams around this metro area. I mean, even just last night, Tech got a win, Sartell got a win, 
Albany got a win. Sock Rapids got a win. Ricori got a win. That's five teams in our area that got wins. The only two that got a lot, or the only one that got a loss was Cathedral. And then Apollo got a canceled game against Patrick Henry. So, I mean, kind of a nice night to see all these different players shine. Um, I think you and I both before this podcast, we were just kind of looking at some of the section standings and stuff. And things are definitely tight when it comes to, um, you know, different sections. It seems like there's like four different teams in one section that are around this local area that are basically what, three, four, five, six, you know, that type of thing. And so, um, going to be interesting to see how this next month goes as you get closer to not only section seedings, but also conference, conference titles, conference standings. Um, I mean, I know Alexandria is definitely the favorite to get that conference win um, and that conference title, but they still got to place, you know, Tech another time. They got to play Sartell twice. So, I mean, nothing's in the bag yet when it comes to um, this particular conference. So, going to be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, there's, you know, there's a lot of teams kind of competing. They might not be the favorite in some of these sections, but they're kind of right on the verge. You have a team like Albany who, you know, is 9-2 and two now. And, you know, they're chasing teams like Annandale and Osakis who are, you know, kind of top 10 ranked teams. But Albany's right there, too, has been, you know, hovering right around that top 10 ranking throughout the year. And, you know, every team in that section has at least two losses as well in that uh, Section 6, Class 2A. So that one's, you know, Annandale's probably the favorite. They also just beat Tech a couple weeks ago, too. So they've shown they can do it against bigger schools. So they're a great team, too. But Albany has a shot. Um, you have... You know, the section you were just talking about that Alexandria is the one seed, but then you have, you know, Tech about, you know, sitting around that two seed. And then you have Sock Rapids, Apollo, Ricori, all kind of that that same record, too. So you have a lot of team chasing Alex there. And then in Class 4A, you have, you know, Sartell, who did lose to Buffalo by a bit, but they've responded with a couple wins and is still trying to chase Buffalo right at the top. So there's a lot of teams contending, um, you know, kind of right on the verge of, you know, being that second, third favorite in the section could make it interesting when we get to playoffs if if they continue improving, keep making leaps. So I'd say that's definitely going to be um, a really exciting couple weeks when we do get to section play because there's a lot of possibilities for upsets, I think, in these sections. No, absolutely. I, I completely agree. And it'll be fun to kind of track this over the next month to see kind of where, where teams lie when when it comes to mid-February and near the end of February when sections sections start up in early March. So, um, and then kind of pivoting, we're, we're kind of pivoting into girls basketball, not a ton of games happening. Um, obviously we had Thursday games, which we usually talk about on here, but since our podcast was on Friday, we kind of talked about that last Friday. So honestly, there was three games that happened, um, or four games that have happened since our last podcast. Um, Albany got a win against Minnewaska, 20-point win um, on Monday night. Some really impressive stats. Alyssa Sand, 13 points, 14 rebounds. Um, Kylan Garrids, she she got 14, or 12 points, 13 rebounds, and 6 steals. Um, Bailey Keske had 15 points as well. Some really good numbers by them. Um, St. Cloud fell to Fergus Falls on Tuesday night. Cathedral got the 47-40 to 40 win against Little Falls. Um, Ellie Peltz, um, Pezel, and um, Rachel Voigt, they both got 15 points. Um, and then Albany basically blew Zimmerman out of the water um, with four different players scoring in double digits. 
um, and Alyssa Sand having a double-double with 16 points and 11 rebounds. So um, some teams that Ricori hasn't been able to play for a little while, um, so we're hoping to see them play here soon. Um, they've been rescheduling a lot of their games, um, and then Sartell has also been kind of rescheduling a lot of games as well. So hopefully we're going to be able to see those two play sometime soon. I know for you, you were kind of checking out the girls' side of things for basketball. Looks like Ricori could have a good shot of maybe, you know, contesting in their, in their section just based on, you know, what teams are there. Um, another team that's kind of been sparking a lot of interest is Sartell after their impressive um, wins in, in the Granite City Classic at the end of December. Um, obviously a, a bump up in, in class, but um, definitely something to kind of consider as, as you get ready for um, the last month of the season. Yeah, you know, Ricori, um, like you said, we haven't we haven't got to see them play in a bit, but they are still sitting, you know, um, at six and six overall. And in their section, um, that's a really good record. You know, of the there's only six teams in their section this year, um, and four of them had three wins or less. So no, you know, it's it's really wide open. Honestly, the the highest ranked team right now is Wilmer um, at seven and five overall. So and they're going to see them in conference too. I don't think those two have matched up this year. Um, and you know, Alexandria's um, they're three and six, but still kind of right around them in the you know the QRF rankings that kind of build up to these section seedings. So. You know, they're, they're going to have a couple chance against these teams. Sock Rapids is another team who's, you know, been playing better recently that's also in their section. So um, this Central Lakes, you know, the kind of the rest of the season, I think, will will be really big to kind of tell us where they're at um, just to see kind of where we can see this this section kind of laying out. But I feel it's it's very wide open in the last couple of years. Ricori's been in a different section than most of these teams. Um, you know, they've been playing more teams closer to the Twin Cities, but that's switched up and I think it gives them a good chance of, of kind kind of going on a run. And then like you mentioned with Sartell, um, you know, they still have put together an incredible beginning, not much different than, than past weeks we've talked about. They're still sitting there with a really good eight and one record and three and zero section record that, you know, can't really be ignored. And they're, they're kind of sitting around that top 15, 20 teams in class four a, which is, you know, a really impressive place to be. Um, they're going to be facing Detroit Lakes on Saturday here. They're scheduled to play them up in Purim in kind of a, a breakdown kind of featured uh, weekend. Um, I think the boys are playing in that tournament too. So that might be a good place to see where um, where they're at too. And they can just kind of keep that winning streak going. But they've been incredibly impressive too. And Albany that we mentioned, they got some nice wins. They're, you know, they played about as tough of a schedule as they could have in the non-conference. Um, so their record might not look as good as some of the other teams in their section, but their strength of schedule, if we were able to, you know, have that kind of metric, they would be, you know, one of the best in the state with some of the teams they've been playing. So I'm excited to see what it kind of looks like now that they're playing some more of those section teams. They're four and one in section right now, seven and four overall, but they're, you know, right at the top there with Foley and Kimball and Sox Center um, as one of the best teams in the section. So they have a good chance to make it back to state too. So I'd say those three teams are ones that kind of with how their sections fall out with how they've started the season um, have good chance also to, to maybe go on postseason runs and definitely are teams you should kind of watch through these next weeks to see if they continue to string wins together, if they're looking confident going into, you know, the postseason, or if they take a step back and kind of have to reevaluate. So those are definitely ones to, to keep an eye on too. Absolutely. Well, good. Well, I think, that kind of wraps up basketball, don't you think? 
yeah, I'd, I'd say that's good. So we're going to take a quick break. We come back on the other side. We're going to talk about um, boys and girls hockey. Brian just got to see girls hockey last night. He'll break down that game of two local teams. And then we're also going to just touch on a couple other things like um, college sports a little bit and then what events we're going to be at um, the rest of this week and looking ahead to next week. So like I said, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. And welcome back to the SC Times Sports Report podcast. Uh, we're going to talk about girls hockey and boys hockey and then a little bit of college too. But we'll start with girls hockey because, Brian, you got to see two of our three local teams play last night. Uh, River Lakes play uh, Sartell Sock Rapids. And, you know, River Lakes, even though I believe they were down early, they ended up coming away with a really big win um, and, you know, showing a pretty dominant effort. What did you kind of like out of them in this game? What were some of your takeaways? Yeah, I think the biggest thing was was this game was circled for the River Lakes quite a bit because they lost to Sartell Sock Rapids earlier this season. They tied twice last season, then they lost their first game again or their their last game in the season before that against them. So they've been 0-2 and two um, in the last four games, and so I think they definitely wanted to come out with a bang and try and get a win as well as a conference win too. Um, they were able to get a 5-2 to two win against Sartell Sock Rapids. And I think the biggest takeaway was just um, how complete their team is now. Um, they've been battling some injuries with different players. They haven't really had a full lineup um, for most of the season. And now they've kind of gotten, you know, how they described it as the new year, the new team. And so... They before this they actually played Northern Lakes and Wilmer. Um, they played Northern Lakes at home and they won. Then they played Wilmer on the road and they beat Wilmer. And those are two huge section opponents because um, Wilmer, I believe Wilmer is number three and Northern Lakes is number four in their section. River Lakes is number two behind Fergus Falls. So um, that was kind of a big big win for them. This win makes it a three game winning streak for them. This. Um, to start off the new year. And I think it's really nice to see one, two of the biggest things that I saw from last night was um, power plays. They had a lot of penalties, a lot of penalties between the two teams. And so I think the biggest thing was, was how are you going to compete against, you know, power plays, whether they're, they're your power plays or you're defending the power play. Um, And there was a point where Sock Rapids, you know, Sartell Sock Rapids got a goal on a five-on-three advantage that they had. Um, obviously, really hard to contest with a five-on-three. Um, but then the other ones, they were able to, you know, have a really solid defense. And it's led by their goalie, Caden Swarovski. She, she's just phenomenal. She's a ninth grader. She's been on the team for two years. And her stats just continue to improve every single season. Um, including this year as well. She's been gone for about the majority of December due to an injury, and now she's back. And um, I think she had one bad game against Rogers where she let up seven goals. But then the other five games, she's been averaging, I think, like 1.4 goals per game, which is phenomenal. Um, and so I think it's going to be very interesting to see how that goes for sections because they've played Fergus twice this season. 
They've lost to Fergus twice, but they also didn't have cadence under goalie um, for both of those games. And so I think for that, it'll be very interesting to see what happens now that they have the complete team, a little bit of some momentum with all these different wins. And, you know, they're heading into sections on, on a high note. Um, that will be huge if, if they can continue this winning streak and just keep that positive energy going. But, yeah, overall, a really good game. Um, Jordan Beavis had two goals. Paige Blattner also had a goal for them. Um, so different different people being able to score goals for them, which was good to see. Um, and I think it'll be interesting to kind of see how this – because River Lakes is now on a five-game road um, road game or like I guess road streak whatever you want to call it um, but they played at Wilmer then they played at Sartell Sock Rapids and then now they have three more home or three more road games before they get back home and um, it'll be important to try and get a few few of these road games um, as a win um, just to boost that confidence so yeah that that's huge to see so that was really good for them another local team that got a win last night was uh, the Crush who won six to three over Fergus Falls, um, a ton of scoring in this one. Um, you know, Molly Molly Bergstrand had a hat trick. She's a freshman. She had her first hat trick for them. Um, you also had, um, you know, Cat Bell. She had two goals and three assists. She also got her hundredth career um, high school point. I saw for them. Um, saw that on Twitter. So that that was a big um, moment for her too. So that was really exciting to see. And um, they just had some really great things happening here. They've they have a winning record still. They're doing some great things. They still don't have um, a very high section seating right now, um, just how they've done against some of those section teams. But it seems like every couple nights they're, they put up six, seven goals um, just from keeping track of them this year. And that's obviously something that could be really beneficial as we get further, um, further into the season. Yeah, and I think the other component is Kaylee Falconer, their goalie, very experienced, very a veteran um, goalie for you know the high school season and, and for varsity um, and she's been able to deliver quite a bit um, I know she had a little bit of a tough outing against Fergus Falls with three goals allowed but you know last Thursday she had 24 saves and a shutout in that 0-0 tie against Sartell Sock Rapids so um, the only problem is is that their section is completely stacked <laughs> I mean they have a lot of good teams with like Brainerd and St. Michael and a bunch of different teams like that. It's just hard to get up into that top three because even if you lose like a game in the section, it's like catastrophic um, when it comes to that section time because they're just so good. All these teams are super good. So um, it'll be a really fun section to see, especially that first round, just see if anybody gets any big upsets or anything like that because it can definitely happen because St. Cloud is a team where they might be playing on the road that first round, but they could potentially be, you know, heading into that second round with a win. Yeah. And one, one I should mention too, is Ava Schmidt had five assists of the six goals last night too, was, was really impressive too. So um, they're doing some great things there for boys hockey too. Um, Brian, I know there, you were mentioning that, the points this week were insane. <laughs> I know Sartell, I think, put up 15 goals in a game. Others were getting close to double digits. What I guess what were a couple of the standout performances? Yeah, I mean, I was putting in the top performers, and I'm like, man, my hands are hurting. There's just so many so many different people that scored a bunch of different goals. Um, 
But yeah, so Saturday, one of the big games was Sock Rapids. They beat Moose Lake 15 to 1. Um, that's right, 15 to 1. It's not baseball, it's hockey. Um, and they, I mean, Easton Portner had a hat trick. Caden Christensen had a hat trick. Uh, Will White and Noah Jensen each had two goals. Just, I mean, you look at this lineup, you got like five, nine different guys that scored at least one goal in that game. Um, Another big game was River Lakes against Sauk Rapids, um, a big section game for them. River Lakes got the 5-4 to four overtime win. Um, Cole Penka, he got two goals. And then um, for River Lakes, and then on the other side was Sauk Rapids, Tegan Dodge, he had four goals and an assist, as, or sorry, two goals and an assist um, in that win. Um, and then, like you said, Sartell had a 15 to nothing win against Wilmer. I couldn't find any stats on that one quite yet. Um, so just kind of seeing what happens there. But then River Lakes got a 6-1 to one win against Wadena Deer Creek. Cole Penka and Jacob Philippi had two goals each. Ashton F- um, Fisher had 26 saves on 27 shots. And then Cathedral beat Pine City 7-1. to one. Um, Nick Hansen getting 21 saves on 22 um, shots. So, um, yeah, I mean... Seven to one, fifteen to nothing, six to one. I mean, that's some major scoring um, on on that end for the last few days. So, um, I think the one team that's kind of looking really good right now is um, Cathedral. They've been lights out um, at, ever since that Granite City showcase, and um, I think part of it is Nick Hansen. He's been kind of on fire lately at goalie. Um, but also when you score seven goals, it's really you don't really need a goalie back there because you're fine. Um, but yeah, I mean they've been doing really well. They have a really tough chance, um, tough game against Hermantown tomorrow night, or not tomorrow night, Friday night, um, which I'm planning on going to as long as the snow kind of doesn't get too large. Um, but that'll be a good contest for them just to see where they're at because. Hermantown, I believe, is ranked number one or at least in the top three um, in the new standings. Um, so, yeah, and then, I mean, Sartell's just been looking really good. Um, the only problem is, is that they have a really tough um, section along with St. Cloud in that section as well. And they got the Moorheads and the St. Michael Albert Vils of the world. And it's uh, it's not going to be an easy task to get through those, those types of teams um, in sections. But... You never know when you put up 15 goals in a game. I don't think anybody can beat you. Yeah, and the cathedral thing too from last night was that seven different people scored those seven <laughs> goals too, which which is really impressive too to be able to do that throughout your different lines, get some get some names there that don't get to score as much too. So yeah, they've they did drop you know they dropped two losses before this, so they rebounded. You know they played faced some really good teams, some ranked teams, um, and we'll see kind of I think that Hermantown game like you mentioned will be. Um, a great kind of litmus test to see if they can compete um, with those top teams in their class or if they still do have a ways to go on that end. So, yeah, that's definitely one to keep an eye out for later this week. Um, and that that's mostly it for high school. I know um, we're going to be seeing quite a few events in the next couple of days. We're going to be seeing, um, I know Dave's going to be going out to gymnastics. We have some local teams competing. We're both going to be seeing some swim meets. I'm going to be seeing Sock Rapids Apollo. You're seeing... Um, Sartell and then Tech Recorded Cathedral, um, some Nordic skiing with the different co-ops competing this week. So we're getting around to a lot of those other sports. I know 
in the next couple of days that we haven't got to see much this year. So definitely keep an eye out for photos from that and stories from that at sctimes.com because those will all be coming here soon. Absolutely. And I guess maybe just kind of talk a little, before we talk about what we're doing next week, maybe just talk a little bit about college. I know you went to a couple um, SCSU women's basketball games last weekend um, against some really you know tough conference opponents. Um, and then, you know, tonight I know you're heading out to the tech college for some games as well. Just kind of talk a little bit about what you've been seeing lately, um, from the college world as, you know, a lot of cancellations as well. Yeah. So those were, you know, the women's basketball playing ended up being really the only events that actually (laughs) took place over the weekend, but they ended up being two great games. Um, St. Cloud, they won 73 to 69 over Concordia on Friday night, and then they won 66 to 52. Uh, over Mankato on Saturday night. So they kind of extended their lead at the top of the conference too in the NSIC. Um, So that was huge. They also, this was their only meeting against those teams this year. So um, that was really big. Also the the team that's in second place, which is Duluth, they also beat them for the second time this year, the previous week. So kind of, you know, some of those top teams in the NSIC, they're done playing for the regular season. So they're going to be kind of favored the rest of the way here, their last 10 games or so of, of the regular season. Um, so that was huge. And, and the big thing is just this team's ability um, to come back when they're down against Concordia. They were trailing by, you know, double digits there in the second quarter and it, they just were really having a rough time. And then they just came back and made enough plays, um, improved their defense, which is kind of what always they can rely on. Um, and they were able to come back and win that game. And then Saturday night against Mankato, um, they were able to, they were actually able to play a little better in the first half. Um, but then they still found themselves down there in the third quarter and it didn't really matter. You know, they, they held Mankato scoreless for, I think it was almost like 10 minutes, um, to only a basket or two even. And they were able to get the job done in that one. And they shot the ball a lot better, um, on Saturday night than they did Friday night. Tori Wirtz was kind of the star there. She had 25 points and five threes and she was the the conference player of the week too from from her guard position she she did some great things in that game so they're a team that just you know they have a lot of a lot of these women have played together for a couple years now they've been to the NCAA tournament qualified for it twice in a row trying to make it three times in a row and they're they're trending in the right direction 11 and 2 overall kind of right on the edge of those those top 25 rankings so um they they continue to impress me a lot and you know they're like I said, they're probably going to be favored the rest of the way. They have a good chance of going on a really nice run here for the rest of the regular season. Absolutely. No, that's great. Um, so hopefully some hockey coming up here these next couple weekends. Um, get back to Husky hockey once again, which is always fun to see. And then hopefully, you know, the rest of the college world follows after that and we can get some nice games going and kind of get your job going again. <laughs> um yeah, because there's, you know, like you mentioned, I'm going, um, you know, probably by the time you get people are listening to this, these games might have happened. But the St. Cloud Technical and Community College, they're going to be playing a doubleheader tonight um, against Western Tech is the team they're playing. So it'll be just good to see because that's another, you know, both the men's and women's programs have had had most of their December canceled from, you know, COVID cancellations with either other teams and whatnot. So they haven't got to play a ton this year either, so it'll be fun to, to see them kind of back in action, try to get in a groove. And then Saturday, um, St. John's is going to be playing Augsburg for men's basketball, which is going to be a really big one, kind of top two teams in the conference there. Um, so, yeah, and then Husky Hockey, you mentioned, on the road this week at Denver 
is currently still on. I know already North Dakota and Omaha had their weekend series canceled. Um, there was two series in the conference canceled last week, so it's it's kind of running throughout the entire conference right now. Um, so we'll see. I'm hoping that, you know, series goes on as planned. Um, and then the following week, they're going to be back and hosting Miami. So that'll be their first home game in, you know, since uh, New Year's Day. So, kind of, yeah, it has been kind of a lull. I was expecting, you know, we had the lull of winter break. And I'm like, okay, I'm ready, back to go. And then just everything disappeared. But hopefully, <laughs> like you said, we can kind of get back into it and get back in a groove. For sure. So for me, as for this upcoming week and a half or so, um, just to kind of let you know where I'll be, um, like Zach said, tomorrow on Thursday we'll be I'll be heading out to Sartell for that boys swimming and diving meet um, with Tech Recori and Cathedral's co-op, um, and then Friday I'll be over at the MAC for Hermantown and Cathedral boys hockey. Um, Going to be a fun one there. Saturday I'm taking a break. There's not a ton of stuff going on in the local area, so I'm going to take a break and probably work on some feature stories and stuff like that. Um, then. Um, we will be back on Tuesday. On Tuesday, I'm planning on heading out to Sock Rapids Rice for girl or for gymnastics um, coverage. I think they are taking on Alexandria for that ma- for that matchup. Um, and then Thursday, the 20th, I'll be heading out to Albany Wrestling. Um, they are hosting a triangular with a couple other teams. Um, so planning on going to that. Earlier in the after or earlier in the evening, I'm going to be going out to Powder Ridge um, for Alpine skiing. They they are going to be hosting a meet at 3:30 out there, um, so it'd be nice to get some photos there. Um, and then Friday, January 21st, kind of up in the air right now. I think I'm going to be going to Nordic skiing tomorrow um, at St. John's. Um, they also compete on that Friday the 21st at Riverside Park, so possibly maybe going over there, maybe not. And then there's a couple um, local teams facing off against each other um, on Friday night. So I just got to figure out which one I'm going to go to. A um, couple of good games with Sock Rapids at Ricori and Apollo at Sartell. So, um, and then potentially Saturday the 22nd, maybe heading out to YZ. Um, St. Cloud and Sartell are going to be competing there for an uh, invitational um, for dance. It'll be nice to maybe get my dance uh, photo skills up a little bit um, with uh, sections coming up here in a couple weeks. Um, and then also I haven't seen them in probably about a couple months. So it'd be good to kind of get my gears going again with, with dance and um, being able to see them compete again. So Zach, as for you, what do you kind of have on board for the next couple, you know, week and a half or so? Yeah. You know, like I mentioned, um, you know, going out to swimming on Thursday night, um, that St. John's basketball game that will be really key um, on Saturday. They're on a really nice winning streak as well right now. I think it's up to, to eight games, seven or eight games at this point. So they're on a hot streak too. see if that can continue. Um, and then going into next week, um, still a bit up in the air right now. There's a couple of good basketball games between some local teams. I know Apollo Stock Rapids play Tuesday night uh, for boys on Thursday. I believe it's uh, St. Cloud and Sartell girls. Um, and also adapted floor hockey um, is just starting up. Uh, these last you know week or so, um, have starting to have games for um, for the Crush. So they're going to have their uh, first home game, I believe it is, next week. So um, those are all kind of things I'm keeping an eye on. We'll see what I end up at and how the week goes. And then I know next Friday um, I'll be at St. Cloud State hosting Miami that first home game back too. So yeah, a lot, a lot of stuff coming up on the horizon. Um, 
a nice little busy stretch here, kind of our last couple of weeks of just focusing on the regular seasons and trying to get out, you know, see as much as we can. Yeah, absolutely. And all of this content will be on sctimes.com. Another little plug for us. Um, we have a yearly thing that comes out with 540. Um, we're actually looking for candidates right now. Um, they, you know, people can nominate different candidates that have represented the area really well. Um, there's a story on our website. Um, if you just, honestly, if you just search 540 on, on our website, you'll be able to probably find um, the story to be able to nominate your candidate. Um, but definitely would encourage more, the more the merrier. It makes it more fun for um, the selection committee and such like, and such things like that. Um, but yeah, otherwise, if you're looking for sports content, check out sctimes.com. Um, Zach just got his tech story out there for uh, boys basketball with the Ferguson um, trio. And then I also had my top performer story come out recently too. So plenty of content there for you guys to look at today. Um, and then with all the stuff that we're going to be doing over the next week or so, um, I don't think you're going to be uh, too dry with uh, sports content. So um, I think you'll be having plenty of sports content coming your way here soon. So um, as always, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, not TikTok. We're not there yet, but maybe someday in the future. Um, but definitely check out those other three channels and we'll be uh, putting up plenty of content for everybody to read both news and, and sports, whatever you, whatever you like. But I'm guessing probably sports if you're listening to this podcast. So probably sports. Yeah, that's what probably. I guess. <laughs> if you've listened 50 minutes already for um, St. Cloud content and sports i think you're probably a sports fan so mm -hmm. yeah so <laughs> i think that's a safe bet so yeah thanks for everyone that you know tuned in this long with us like we mentioned we're trying to get back to this wednesday recording schedule and we did it one week we'll see if that new year's resolution can continue on through the rest of the month but yeah otherwise kind of just keep out for all our coverage coming in the next weeks otherwise thank you for tuning in to the sc time sports report podcast and we will see you again next time